Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Saturday, June the 3rd, the first Saturday of the month of June. Today's reading comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 2, verses 27 through 35. Luke, chapter 2, verses 27 through 35. Yesterday, of course, was the first Friday in which we honored the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and we spoke about that yesterday, and today it is fitting that on this first Saturday, our meditation and prayers shift to the Blessed Mother and her Immaculate Heart. We have very various images of the Blessed Mother and her Immaculate Heart. But around her heart, as it is with Jesus, uh, it is wrapped in a crown of thorns as a reminder of the effects of sin. And also it was that crown of thorns, that eternal crown, that crown of salvation worn by Jesus, was also shared by the Blessed Mother. Because in our reading this morning, as uh, Mary is in the temple uh, presenting Jesus for the purification with Joseph, Simeon, a very holy and righteous man, very close to Almighty God, prophesies to Mary. He said this child, of course Jesus, is destined to be the downfall and rise of many in Israel a sign that will be opposed. And you yourself, Mary, shall be pierced with a sword so that the thoughts of many, many hearts, may be laid bare. Mary will share in the crucifixion and the sufferings of Christ as no one else. Her heart will be pierced with a sword for Jesus is a sign of opposition, opposition from the evil one, opposition from the world, from the allurements of the world. And so those who follow Christ, those who are faithful disciples, of whom the Blessed Mother is the uh, a par uh, excellence of discipleship, doing what Jesus ask us to do, carrying Jesus in her body for nine months and giving birth to the Messiah. And we are called as Christians to carry Jesus in our hearts, in our hearts as disciples with the realization that we too will be crowned with thorns. For if we truly follow the example of Christ, we indeed share in his sufferings, so as to share in his resurrection. The world will be opposed to us if we truly follow Christ, if we truly live the gospel every day, especially in our world today. And it is customary, uh, as with the Sacred Heart of Jesus for the 12 uh, First Fridays, when Mary appeared to Lucia, and the children 
um, the Blessed Mother made the request that the five first Saturdays, five first Saturdays in a row, uh, five consecutive Saturdays, you don't necessarily have to start with January, but with five consecutive Saturdays devoted to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. It was for the reparation of sin. And some people ask, why five? Why five? Well, the Blessed Mother answered that question, and she indicated that these were the five uh, wounds, the five offenses against her Immaculate Heart. First was blasphemy against her Immaculate Conception. Those did not believe that Mary was conceived without sin through the special favor and grace of Almighty God. Those who rejected her perpetual virginity. Those who sought to deny that Jesus, and only Jesus, was her natural son. Thirdly, the sin against the various uh, arguments and disputes about Mary as the mother of God. For Jesus is not only fully human, Jesus is the Son of God, proceeds from the Father, a begotten of the Father, and shares the divinity with the Father fully and completely. And so Mary is the mother of God. Mary carries God within her in both his humanity and in his divinity. And there are those who reject this. Uh, fourthly is the blasphemies against the various images of the Blessed Mother are those who think that we worship statues, those who think that we pray to Mary. We do not pray to Mary or to any of the saints. We do not pray to statues. We pray through Mary, for Mary is our advocate. She is our heavenly mother who pleads our cause and our needs, who seeks God's grace and channels those graces to us, which is what a mother does. And she is the divine mother, the mother of our Lord and Savior, and the mother of each and every one of us. For, his, for God presents us and gifts us with the motherhood of the Blessed Mother. And fifthly, the offenses against neglecting the teaching of the young about the Blessed Mother. And that's an important thing. You know, we see so many of our young people today being taught, especially in the early years of school, the elementary school, about all kinds of worldly ideologies and philosophies, uh, critical race theory and gender things, and about sexuality and all of that, that is really beyond their years and is really against uh, Christian teaching, against the Bible. It is important that we catechize, that we teach, beginning in the home, 
about the Blessed Mother and about Mary's role in salvation history. And this has too often been neglected, as much of our catechetics have been neglected, as more and more of our schools are being filled with corrupting ideologies. And that, that's the role of the evil one and of these earthly philosophies, to get the young early, corrupt them early, so that they will grow up denying God, denying Jesus, and God's unbounded love and presence and mercy for us. Parents and godparents, relatives, form the young, beginning with your own life, your own religious practice, your own relationship with God, the person of Jesus, strengthened in the Holy Spirit. Share that with them. That's, that's a priceless gift, priceless more important than scholarships and insurance policies and 401k plans and all of the things that we do uh, for children. To, to mature them and to form them into the knowledge, the experience, and the love of God. That's so important. That, 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 that's basic, essential to parental guidance and to the love that godparents and relatives have. This is especially true of godparents. You stand for a child at the baptism and it simply seems to be just another, another religious exercise. We're not sure what it means and so on and so forth. It's an awesome responsibility and a privilege to assist the parents in the forming of that child in the gift of faith, to be, to be asked to do that and to say yes to that is crucial. It's absolutely crucial and a great privilege. And the Blessed Mother promises that those who honor the Blessed Mother for these five consecutive Saturdays, with confession, receive the sacrament of confession, the reception of communion, the recitation of the rosary and five minutes of meditation on the rosary, and to make some form of reparation for sin, some sacrifice, some giving, some form of charity, some self-denial, that the Blessed Mother will be there at the hour of our death. We say that in the, in the, in the uh, Hail Mary, don't we? Now and at the hour of our death, Mary will be there as our Holy Mother at the hour of our death. We will not die alone. We will have Mary to advocate for us at the hour when we meet the Lord for our final disposition and judgment and also for peace in the world and how we need that today, don't we? Peace in our world, peace in our society today, so torn and divided, filled with discord, anger and division and hatred, so much violence, 
and in the world. The Blessed Mother is the queen of God's peace. That the Holy Spirit may come and renew the face of the earth and all therein. So today we honor the Blessed Mother, her Immaculate Heart, on this first Saturday, the month of June. Let us today begin and turn our whole being to Almighty God in glory, praise, and thanksgiving for the gift of the Blessed Mother. And let us turn to our Heavenly Mother that God may grant us through her the grace we need for our salvation and for the transformation of our world from one of violence and one of hatred to one that honors God, its, its very origin of its being. Let us today, O oh Mary, we commend ourselves to you. Please lift us to Almighty God that God's grace may be in us and present in that part of the world we touch throughout this day. God bless you.